Hey, do you want to know what's possible for you when we work together inside the Localpreneur Academy? Before you dive into this episode, I wanted to invite you to book a complimentary consult call with me so we can talk about exactly how your business will grow. And listen, I know hopping on a call can feel really intimidating. I've been there. I know it can be scary. I know it can be awkward. And I don't want you to feel nervous or pressured at all. In fact, I want it to be a really fun conversation. Like seriously, how often do we get an hour just to talk about ourselves and our business to someone who actually wants to listen? I'll 100% lead the conversation so you don't have to be worried about being prepared or even knowing what to say. We're going to look at everything you're doing now to market yourself locally, even if you don't think you're doing enough or it's not working at all how you want it to, we're going to figure out what's working and what's not working and why, and exactly what I'll do to help you inside the Localpreneur Academy and how it will apply specifically to your unique business. And I know you likely have a lot of questions like, how do I reach more people who live in my city? And how do I get people to stop scrolling and actually engage with my post? How do I get people to take action and reach out to book or buy? And we can totally cover this for sure. And anything else you can think of that's keeping you stuck. And I'll share how I can make the process easier for you to grow your local business. I've been there and I have helped so many local business owners do this work too. So click the link in the show notes to schedule your complimentary consult call with me, and I will talk to you soon. You are listening to the Grow Your Local Business podcast, where local marketing expert and life coach Leslie Presnell shares the strategies and the mindset to help you reach more people in your city and bring in a steady stream of clients. All right, let's dive in. Hey, welcome to episode 49. Today, we're going to talk about how to handle going viral as a local business owner. So going viral on social media means that something you've posted, a piece of content really takes off and starts reaching a lot of people very quickly. And things go viral because a lot of people see it and share it and tag people and the algorithm just keeps picking it up and showing it to even more people. So viral posts just get an unusual amount of exposure. And we live in a world where going viral on social media seems to be the goal. Like everyone wants to go viral. But I've coached a few clients recently on how they're actually a little afraid of going viral as a local business because they don't know if they can handle the demand. And of course, they don't want to disappoint all these local people who are just finding them and who want to work with them and buy from them when they know they cannot fulfill that demand. And I can totally relate to this. I've had my own viral moment snafu, we'll call it, because it was a bit of a chaotic mess. So I'm going to share that. I'm going to share how I handled it in the end and how I teach my clients how to handle going viral as well. Because let's face it, going viral can be really fun. Going viral can bring in a lot of new people into your business, a lot of revenue, and it's just fun having that much engagement and traction on your posts and everyone wanting what you have. So many people strive to go viral, but I do know that as a local business owner who either has limited time to work with your clients or who has limited product or supply, going viral can be scary because you don't have 
all the open time in your schedule to fit everyone in, or you don't have enough product for everyone. Or in my case, you don't have enough room for all the people who want to get in the door. So then people get angry, they get frustrated, they may say mean things to you, they may pitch a fit whenever they can't get what they want, they may leave bad reviews, they may leave altogether. You may even have to apologize publicly for not being able to handle the demand or fulfill everyone's orders or request in a certain time frame. So this is definitely something that we can go ahead and talk about and even plan for. Even if you've never gone viral and you're thinking, Leslie, like I'm just trying to get any engagement or traction right now on social media, like I don't think I'm going viral anytime soon. I still want you to listen. I still want you to make a plan for going viral like I'm going to teach you. Because the thing about going viral is you never really know when it can happen. You never know what you're going to post that's just going to take off. So it's best to be prepared, even if you think that going viral sounds impossible or a million years away right now, it's best to just be prepared. So let me tell you about the time that I accidentally went viral. And I say accidentally because I did not plan on it. And oddly enough, it happened on my personal Facebook page, which blows my mind to this day. I do have my Facebook page set to public, but it was still my personal page. It wasn't even my business page. But about two years ago, I posted about an event that I host here in Baton Rouge. It's called the Boutique Blowout Sale. I still host it, and I've even talked about it here before on the podcast. But just to catch you up quickly, this is a huge shopping event that I do here, and I get 40 local boutiques together. For one day only, everything on the room is on sale, like thousands and thousands and thousands of things, like clothes, shoes, jewelry, you name it majorly discounted, like $10 racks, $20 racks, dollar jewelry. It's insane. So I started this event in 2016, I believe. So it's been like six or seven years now. And this event really started out slow, but every year it grew and grew steadily. Somehow we even grew during COVID. So this event has just been on the steady up and up year after year. But about two years ago, When I was promoting this event, that was not a new event at the time. It had been around for a couple years, but I posted about the event on my personal Facebook page. I posted a couple pictures from previous events and I wrote a caption saying, you know, how this is the biggest boutique sale in the state. It's better than Black Friday and just all the details of the event. Next thing I know, this post starts gaining traction people start sharing it. I was getting a lot of comments on the post because people started tagging their friends, like people I didn't even know in the post. So before you know it, this post has thousands of comments and all the comments are tagging people. And it had thousands of reshares, like people resharing it on their own Facebook pages. And this was all to other local people. So it went viral here locally. And on top of this viral post, I had 40 boutiques also advertising this event. And on top of that, I have my own social media promotions that I do. I alone post about 60 times throughout the month leading up to this event. So needless to say, it already gets marketed 
very well, very thoroughly. We make sure you see it. But then on top of that, I had this post go viral. So fast forward to the event. And the space that I had rented, which was a ballroom in the Crown Plaza Hotel here in Baton Rouge, the space just was not big enough for the amount of people that we had show up. Our event starts at 9 a.m. in the morning and around 1 p.m., so several hours later, we still had a line out the door. We had a line going down the conference center hall with one line going out the lobby and out the front door and another line going out the other conference center door and wrapping around the building. People stood in line for hours. People told me later that traffic was all backed up down the street. There was nowhere to park. People were parking at other businesses down the street and walking. A lot of people told me that they got there, saw the crowd, and just left. And meanwhile, it's just me inside managing this crowd, me by myself. I was standing in front of the ballroom doors with my arms outstretched like a human barricade. I would let people in the ballroom as shoppers left. There were people yelling at me. There were people cutting in line and yelling at each other. I was told that an ambulance had to come at one point because someone got so hot and dehydrated outside because they were standing in the sun. So this was my personal version of a nightmare. Like on one hand, I was really proud of the demand that I had created. And on the other, I just felt horrible because I was disappointing all these people. I was scared they were leaving, they were never coming back. It took me almost a week just to recover and show my face again after that event. I had to get a lot of coaching about what I thought was a huge disaster. Now, my boutiques, they loved it. They made so much money that day. And to them, that was the best day ever. But I knew after that that I needed to make a plan for when I went viral again. Like, what were the exact things I could do to manage this crowd and manage my own self when this situation happens? So I went ahead and took care of a few things right then, which aren't really that important here, but just to kind of give you an idea. First off, I just added an entire other ballroom to accommodate more people. I also hired security for the next event. I also now just have some people on call that can come help me in a situation like this, like my husband and some friends. I also just organized the way the line would go so I could be in control of where people lined up instead of having people creating their own lines every direction. I decided to move doors. Uh, We have several doors that people can enter through. We were in the middle door. And so now I just use the door on the end because, you know, if you're in the middle of the hallway, you got lines go in every direction. So I decided to move to the end. So there's only one line going one way. I also adjusted the times of my event to accommodate for the crowd. So those were just a few of the things that I knew that I could do to plan ahead for the next event. But here's something that I want to say quickly. I had the thought in my head the whole time during this viral moment that everyone hates me. No one is coming back. This is all my fault. I'm never coming back from this. And at the end of that event, maybe a few days, a week later, once I'd kind of collected myself again, I wrote a social media post, which was an apology, telling people what I would do differently next time. And I just owned up to the mistake of the large crowd and not having a lot of space and told people how I was going to better handle it 
for next year. And what happened totally surprised me. Again, hundreds of comments and over 600 shares of my apology post. And everyone was so supportive. I actually did not see a single negative comment in any of it. I had people messaging me, telling me how amazing I did, how I was a rock star. They thanked me for bringing this event to my city. And one person told me no apology was needed and that we should all expect the unexpected. And that just really landed with me at the time. We should all expect the unexpected. So that's what really got me thinking about how can I expect the unexpected? How can I make sure I have a plan in place? So I made those changes that I told you about. And guess what? The next event, my post went viral again. Thousands of comments, thousands of shares. But I was ready this time. And it was one of my best events to date. The crowd was there, but it was managed and it was handled. The line moved fast. I had security. I was so proud. And that really made me see that we can plan for the unexpected. We can plan for going viral. And even if that many people didn't show up the next time, there was so much relief and so much less stress knowing that I was ready no matter what. I felt like there was nothing that could be thrown at me that I could not handle. So that's what I want you to think about today is making your viral plan so that nothing is unexpected. Nothing can throw you off and you are ready when that time comes. So think about this first. What would viral demand look like in your business? For me, it was having thousands of people show up wanting in the door. For you, It may be all these people wanting to book appointments or or wanting to work with you. It may be purchases, people trying to buy a product that you offer and you not having enough. So what does that look like in your business? And I want you to pretend that you are going to go viral tomorrow. No matter what, you're going viral. So what can you do now to prepare? What can you do to prepare your business? Think about supply. Think about the communication. Think about all the steps you would need to take if you went viral and you knew you were about to go viral and then make a list. So we call this a standard operating procedure, an SOP. I told my clients, write it all out in a document or in a Google Doc so they can just pull it up when they need or even put it in like a physical filing cabinet. I just want you to create a step-by-step process or plan of everything you would need to do if or when you go viral to handle the demand and handle all the communication. And I want you to actually do everything now. So when you do go viral, it just acts like a checklist. It's copy and paste this email that you've already written. It's copy and paste these social media posts that you've already written out. Post that graphic you've already made and let people know that you're fully booked or there's a wait list or you've got pre-orders happening. Whatever that looks like in your business. Do now the things that you know you can go ahead and pre-create. So let me give you another example of when I coached a client through this so you can see some real strategies and real things to prepare instead of me talking about it vaguely. (laughs) So one of my clients is a baker. She has a physical location that's opened every day so people can just show up. 
So when I was coaching her, we kind of played out like what would happen if she posted a reel or a photo of something amazing that she has in the bakery. And then all these people in her city start sharing it and commenting and tagging. And before she knows it, she has a line out her door and a limited supply of this item. So I told her the same thing. Make a plan, write out in list form and prepare things now that you can have ready if this ever happened. So here's some of the stuff she came up with. First, we decided that she could go ahead and get signs made that she can put outside saying that, you know, this item is sold out, but we still have other things in the bakery or you're looking at this much of a wait time, whatever she wants her signs to say. So that way people don't stand in line for hours, you know, wanting this specific baked good and then they're disappointed when they finally get inside. So she'd have all these signs saying sold out, but here's what's available and promote other menu items. So to me, this kind of turns this into a win-win for all you product-based people. If you sell out of something, use this time to promote something else. She had also decided that she would have an employee walk down the line and give people water and samples of the other things that she offered. So again, promoting other products and trying to make the people happy who were in line. She also thought about how could she really take advantage of this situation? Like all these people are right here. How can we keep them as customers now? And how can we keep them coming back in the future? So she created a plan for her to go out there as the owner and meet people. Just talk to them. She also decided she would make a plan as she was talking to them and while they were in line to collect their email addresses. So you could even offer your people in a situation something like this, you could offer them something free or a discount. So maybe they sign up for her email list and she offers them a free cookie on their next visit. So that keeps them coming back again. She also went ahead and made a decision to pre-write and pre-create social media post templates for any time she went viral. She knew it would be a really high-stressed, busy day. So in the moment, she's not going to be able to think about what do I say on social media? Like she needs to post something that's already created to tell people we're out of this, but we have this and whatever else she feels like is necessary. So I had her go ahead and create a template that she can just post and not have to think about. You can do the same thing with emails. You're just letting people know we've had a lot of demand for this, we're sold out or we're all booked up or whatever, and let them know what else to expect, whether that's more coming later or more pre-orders, more spots, more availability that you're opening up. Like give them enough information so they're not left hanging thinking that they're not able to get what they want. Tell them what to expect in the coming days or the coming weeks. So what else can you do? I know a lot of you listening are service-based local businesses. So how do you want to take appointments or how do you want to create a wait list when you're fully booked? Plan that now. So create your SOP, your standard operating procedure. Here's all the steps that I'm going to take when I go viral to make sure my people are aware of what's going on so they can find what they're looking for or get something else or figure out the timeline of when they can actually get whatever it is they want. So think about your entire customer experience. How can you make everything really clear and direct so they know where to go, they know what to do, what to click on? 
in how can you make sure your communication is clear and calm? And how can you go ahead and prepare some version of that now? So it really is ready to go and just copy and paste. And one final piece of going viral is how do you want to manage yourself in these situations? How do you want to talk to yourself? How do you want to have your own back to where you're not beating yourself up, you're not thinking the world is ending and that everyone is mad at you? What do you want to be telling yourself in these moments? What do you want to be thinking and feeling on purpose? What do you need to be thinking for you to feel calm or for you to feel certain or for you to feel focused? And of course, for you to feel proud and excited and celebrate. Like, how could you actually enjoy this moment? How you treat yourself in these moments, even though things are chaotic and hectic and stressful, like you can make a plan for that. You can make a plan of how you'll treat yourself, of the things you'll say to you. That's important. So write down on your plan how you're going to talk to yourself during this time. How are you going to keep yourself from panicking? I always do a lot of journaling and self-coaching leading up to my events here because no matter what happens or how crazy things get, I want to have a clear mind. I want to have a managed mind. I want to remind myself that I create my own feelings and I create my own experiences and that all these circumstances that are happening around me are just circumstances. They are neutral things happening And I can choose to think and feel and react on purpose so that I can feel calm, clear, focused. And you guys, that is the power of coaching. Whether you're coaching yourself or you're coaching with a coach, that is what we do. We help you think on purpose in a way that serves you and that gets you showing up how you want instead of just letting your default brain take over and panic in a stressful situation because it really does think a lion is chasing you. All right, so I hope that was helpful. Just remember, you can plan now for going viral. And of course, this is really important. If or when you ever do go viral, you're going to learn so much more. So take that time after to really assess the situation and think about what worked well from my plan, what didn't go so well, and what do you need to add to your plan or change for next time? Because for me, there was a next time and doing that work made it even better, even smoother, and I felt even more prepared so I could just enjoy the demand that I had created. All right, my friends, have a great week and I will talk to you next week. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, I want to invite you to check out my program, The Localpreneur Bootcamp. This is my coaching program for business owners who are ready to become the local go-to in their industry with a steady stream of clients. You can find more information at lesliepresnell.com and I'll see you inside.